Hi, um, my name is Jemiah Williams, and I don't know what this episode is. This is my first podcast. Um, I don't know, I just kind of wanted to ramble a bit. I just got finished watching the special episodes of Euphoria, and um, it made me cry. Um, I always feel like when I watch Euphoria, it helps with the things that I don't really talk about and that I wish I was more open about. Um, Specifically, Rue and how suppressive and defensive she is. Now, I'm not a drug addict or anything, but her um, reactions to things and behaviors and how destructive she can be. I feel like I resonate with her a lot. And seeing that special episode, I don't know if you guys have watched it, but it features Rue and Ali, her sponsor, having a conversation about her getting clean. But, um, yeah, her ways when watching her is very reflective on me and it kind of triggers something off inside of me and um, yeah I just felt the need to express this is the only way I feel the need to express the things that I don't feel comfortable talking about just because sometimes I feel like I can be a burden to others or I can be very exhausting and it hurts um, but I just don't know any other way so this is just a ramble but um, yeah I don't really know what else to say <laughs> um, I don't know It's very hard for me to be honest with others just because I feel like I'm constantly not being heard or understood or I feel judged for experiencing or feeling the way that I'm feeling like I don't know I just feel like I'm in a dark room sometimes and I see the light at the end of the tunnel, but I just never reach the end. And I'm always faced with these obstacles, you know? I'm I'm only 18, right? And I feel so self-critical of myself to the point where it drives me insane. It makes me sick to my stomach. And it, it blurs my, my judgment. I mean, when I'm upset or triggered or anything I just react and I don't think and I have all these intrusive thoughts racing thoughts in my head and I just lash out on the first person that I see and 
hurt them a lot. But I I don't mean to hurt them. I don't mean to lash out on them. But I just and I know everybody goes through shit. Like everybody has problems and I understand that. But it just feels like I'm always the one catering to people's problems. And no one's catering to mine. And so, like, having all that suppressiveness, it's just, it builds up to the point where I explode. And it's not, and then I feel so terrible about it after. Like, like, like a piece of shit. And then I put more weight on myself because now I think that they hate me. And I think that, you know, I'm never... See, that's the thing about anxiety, you know, or depression. For some, they might have dealt with it at an early age or they might have been, I don't know, born. But speaking for myself, I wasn't born with anxious thoughts and I wasn't born depressed. You know, that's experiences that shape you into being who you are and for me I feel like you know hi karma if you're watching this but well number one my father he hasn't really been a big part of my life throughout my teenage years and that's the most important when growing up is you need both your parents there you know not just your mom or not just your dad you need both and he was there when I was you know younger since I was born till 10 ish and then he moved away for certain reasons and then everything changed and I never understood why you know, mommy and daddy couldn't be together. Yeah, I was too young to understand. And so, my mom, she, she also struggled with things. And I lived with my grandparents. My mom wasn't a drug addict. She, She's actually, she's a really good mom, actually. But, you know living wise um, was just more easier to live with my grandparents just because everything was more closer and so I spent majority of my life living with my grandma and granddad and you know when I was younger it was it was it was okay you know I, I didn't really know shit I, I, I was just there but you know I from, I want to say 15 to I'm 18 now it was really really hard for me expressing myself communicating was really hard and I was so defensive so reactive so opinionated and I argued with them a lot but it was more because I was trying to express myself and communicate who I am and who I wanted to be but 
I felt like I was talking to a brick wall, which made me suppress it. And I felt like, okay, the people that are supposed to love you and hear you aren't so, like, why do you think the rest of the world is going to? Everybody is going to manipulate you. Everyone is going to not listen to you. They're not going to understand you. You know, that, that, that's scary. That was scary to me. And it, it still is, but I feel like I've matured a lot. But, yeah, that was very um, terrifying for me. And I don't know. I just, I was depressed and I kept a smile and, you know, walking into the house, you have to pretend like everything's okay. And the crazy thing about it is, you know, when people, when the, when the people who make you depressed ask you why you're depressed, it's kind of like, do you really tell them the real reason why you're depressed? Or do you make up a lie because you don't want to start another argument? And that's where I was, you know? I just wanted my father and I just wanted my grandma to see me. You know? Because sometimes she would be a little hard on me. You know? I'm the oldest of three other siblings. And I'm the first... Yeah, first grandchild. My mom made some mistakes when she was younger. She was a young mother. And that's a lot of pressure when you're the oldest is that, you know, they don't want you to. They don't want you to. Oh, my bad, y'all. I had the music in the back. <laughs> I don't want to get copyrighted. But, um... Yeah, they don't want you to make the same mistakes. You're, I'm sorry. There we go. They don't want you to make the same mistakes that your parents or their kids make. So they put a lot of pressure on you and they, you know, you know, if you know, you know. Um, I'm recording this at 1 a.m. 2 a.m. 1:45. So my brain is a little fried, and plus, I, like I said, I was watching Euphoria and I was crying a lot. So my brain's a little clouded. Um, but yeah, um, pressure was applied, and it made me afraid to make certain mistakes. It made me afraid to speak up if I made a mistake. It made me very highly hyper independent I can do it all by myself because no one else is going to be there for me when I need it no one is going to help me when I need it that that that's essentially what I believed and you know it it hurts it it hurts and I feel like three years of that makes a person exhausted to keep trying or living and I'm not gonna you know I've always I've thought about 
what my what how everyone would feel if I stopped making mistakes if I wasn't here that is the honest truth and I've never really been honest about that to people two of my closest you know but I feel like they don't really they didn't really understand it like you know she's depressed but it's just it's more than that it's more than just being sad it's feeling like the whole world is against you there's no hope for me you know and so recently my I have people have came to the realization that I'm I'm, I'm a narcissist, right? And me, you know, I've read a lot about narcissistic people. I, I have, a, I know a few narcissistic people that are really, really close to me. And so I know the signs. And for me, before that was told to me, I just imagined that these are just horrible people terrible people that have no self-regard and that may be the case you know but that other side it's built on environment and the people around you and the people who raised you it doesn't just form out of nowhere and I may have a highly as of now this is something that I had to gaslight myself to believe that I'm just on this cloud nine and that I'm just this most confident, self-assured person and, and that no one can tell me different, right? But that's because, it all, and I'm just, this, you know, independent, right? But it's because I felt like they're not going to, someone is not going to attempt to even cross a person who was so sure of themselves. Because they're seen as strong, right? Not weak. You can't you can't walk over someone who is so confident within themselves, even if they're faking it. But you don't know if I'm faking it or not. You know, it's all a a, um, a survival tactic. You know, I'm I'm just trying to survive. I'm 18, and people have told me, you know, you have your entire lives and 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 you know don't be so hard on yourself but as of now I don't know how to get out of that headspace I don't know how to physically and mentally remove my thoughts from my head and just be like you know you're young I want to get it right and that's where the self-criticism comes in at but I don't know where to find that balance you know I don't know where that balance is I don't know where to where it would be. I don't know, you know. And it's just very, 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 very difficult. You know, it's kind of it's confusing. I'm confused. And tracking back to that conversation where I was told, you know, I may have narcissistic ways, and you know. I felt I had a breakdown. I had a mental breakdown. I thought I was a horrible person. And I thought, who would ever want to be around a person like that? And who would ever? And I, I was in my car crying for an hour. 
you know. And then I tried to do the right thing and I tried to take a break from certain people because I felt like I was going to hurt them even more. And maybe, maybe I was a little bit dramatic, but in the moment, you know, your emotions, you're not thinking clearly. They're just racing, you know. They're coming at 100 uh, miles per hour. They're just, like, flowing, you know. And, um, yeah, I, mean, I ended up making the situation worse. And I ended up having two more mental breakdowns. One was in the shower. <laughs> I was in the shower for like 45 minutes to an hour at once a day. And I just was like, I want it all to stop. I want to stop feeling. Because every approach that I've ever took has not worked. I tried to be more expressive. Shut down. Yet when I try to become so hyper-independent and confident, it's not enough. So what approach do I do to survive this world? Where's the balance? Where's the yin and the yang, you know? There's always a balance. Masculine and feminine. Like, black and white. Up, down. Can't, you can't be too up and too down. You can't be too black and too white. Well, not in racial terms. But y'all get what I'm saying. There has to be a balance. And... I guess as of now, currently, I don't know what that balance is. <sighs> and um, I hope I'm making sense to you guys. I just, like I said, I was watching Euphoria a couple hours ago. And I feel like every time I watch it, I just relate so much. And I understand. Minus the drugs. But... You know, even Jules, like I, season two, if you know, you know, I don't want to spoil, but I really, really dislike Jules, you know, for certain reasons. Well, okay, spoiler alert, guys, if, I'm sorry, I don't, okay, I, it's 2022, if you haven't seen Euphoria, then something's wrong, but, um, you know, how she treated Rue, but I feel like those special episodes, they really give insight into, you know, both. Because I feel like Rue, the main show, basically, it's from Rue's perspective, which is a little biased. And, like, I don't know. Jules' episode and her mommy issues and her, the weight being on her shoulders. I, I I understand, you know? I I understand why she left. I get it. She moved to a new foreign place. Her mom's a drug addict. Rue is a drug addict. She's searching for her mom and Rue. That I relate, you know? When you have emotionally unavailable, close people, relatives around you, such as my, you know, you look for those people and them hoping that you can try to save them and fix them and change them and it just doesn't work you know you ha i guess you have to like find that healing within you you can't try to heal them 
because it's not going to be your mom. It's not going to be your dad. It's not going to be your best friend or your boyfriend. It's not. And once I learn that, once we all learn that, then we can stop putting ourselves into hurtful situations that aren't good for us. You know? That's not good. And I just, yeah, it's not good for us. <sighs> this world is so crazy. And it's very scary. And I don't know how I'm going to do it. <laughs> You know, because I'm not in high school anymore, and I'm not in middle school or elementary or pre-K. You know, I'm not just sitting at the table coloring my ABCs and one, two, threes, and all, my only job is to drink apple juice and watch cartoons. No. I'm a legal adult as living in the United States. I have to pay taxes. I have to get a house. I have to pay bills. I have to work. I have to survive. <laughs> like, that's insane to me. You know? And then people just are so fucking it. Like, they just are like, okay, you're 18. You should just go into the world without, you know? Just throw you into the wolves. Like, I always pictured when I got to this point in my life where there was going to be this manual. Like, here you go. This is life. And this is what you need to do to succeed this is how you beat the game right which essentially that's what kind of spirituality and religion is for but that's a whole nother thing <laughs> you know so it's like where do you go how do you succeed what is the what is the goal here um i don't know I'm sorry if I'm not making any sense. Hopefully, I am able to resonate with somebody <laughs> out there. Um, but it was very therapeutic to get this out. I actually feel really better about, you know, life. <laughs> and I just hope to just come on here just to ramble. And I hope to connect with y'all, someone out there. Um, yeah, so I'm going to go to sleep now. <laughs> or, yeah, I'm going to go to sleep now. Um, I hope everyone has a good night or a good morning or whenever you see this, a good day. And I will see you guys next time. Bye.